his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Go. Hey guys, Bill Spadia here for the Speaking Podcast. I'm here with my co-host Jay Black and Jessica Gibson. So guys, you can't see me right now. There's a reason for that. What is it, Bill? Mm, yeah, well, I'm trying to check out at a local liquor store because I've got people coming after my son's football game on Saturday and I need beer. Huh, what kind of beer are you getting? I'm assuming a domestic brand. Uh, not necessarily. I, well, yes, I prefer American IPA. That, that is my preferred. So yeah. now I'm trying to pick my delivery time. I really love this. I have to tell you, one of the positive things about what's happened to the world is that things just come to your house. Right, yeah. And I like that. Right? right. right wait, I'm now... I ordered order. Amazon yesterday, and it came at the end of the day. Same day. Same yeah. day. It's so Great. exciting. It's, it's it really, been, it, it's, it's kind of amazing. So they allow you, all right, so now I'm placing do you, my Do you order. remember when we were kids, it took, it would always be six to eight weeks for delivery? You, no. It was every commercial. I, you know what I thought of? It's funny you said that, six weeks for delivery. And if you took, like, you took a standardized test or, you know, all these exams, it would be weeks and you would get a letter in the mail. Yeah. The Jessica, you may be too young for that. No, we checked online, but we were like the first round to check online where it's like mm -hmm. blackboard.com. Like, I don't know if your kids are using that now for school, but that we were like the first class to ever use it and it never worked. <laughs> and it was such a disaster. That's funny. It's wait, hold on. It, wait, Jay, it says my meeting should start in a few seconds. It's not telling me I'm, I'm in. You're in. We're in and recording. So don't, Bill, like I say, don't listen to your hey! phone. But Trust the that. technology. Yeah. My, uh, Look at that. My kids, it's interesting because, like, they'll sometimes be interested in how, like, things were done in the olden days. And I feel like things have accelerated so quickly that, like, when my dad was little – like there were still newspapers when my dad was little. So I had newspapers, he had newspapers. Mine were just in color, right? That was the only difference between my dad's life and my life. But my kids, when I explained to them the process by which news would come to our house, where it was printed on sheets of dead trees, then given to a 13 year old boy at five o'clock in the morning who would ride through the neighborhood on a bike, throwing the dead trees at your house, so you can read it. <laughs> look at me like I'm an insane person. Like, how but I love that. Work? You know, I, I used to, as a, as a former sports fan, I just got bored with professional sports and kind of moved on. But I, I, I used to love, uh, I like UFC fighting now, by the way. It's awesome. It's very authentic and real and wild. That said, I used to follow the local Philly teams. And like, I would check the sports page. Uh, the next day and you know if the Phillies or Eagles did really well that we get cut out and put on you know nine or ten year old Bill's room wall which I'm sure my mother loved as I would scotch tape it to the wall right but but just a different world right there was no I mean you I remember my grandfather 
checking stock prices in the newspaper. In the newspaper, newspaper, 100%. That used to be a whole sheet of just stock prices. Let me ask you a question, Bill. What, how many newspapers did your family subscribe to? And what were like, did you have magazines and what were the like the top three or four magazines? All right, so we had, it was uh, always two locals. It was the Philadelphia Inquirer. Yep, we had that. Bulletin, remember the Bulletin? No, I don't remember the Bulletin. We we did daily news. Oh, oh, I just aged myself. We had a Bulletin. And then the Wall Street Journal was a staple. Right. And and um, and the New York Times. So my house. You know, before they went all commie on us. Uh, yeah, That's they, a lot. My house, we had. Well, no, this is what you did. My house, we had the Philadelphia Inquirer, the Daily News, because my dad was a sports fan. We did the Courier Post. My dad had the Wall Street Journal delivered to. Oh wait, paper. we had the Courier Post too. Yeah, we had the Courier. That was like the South Jersey paper. South Jersey paper. Uh, my dad had the Wall Street Journal delivered to his business, and I used to make him bring me the tech section home all the time. And then when I got into high school, we had the New York Times as well. So it was five papers coming to the house of the business every day. You know, Jay, you're- Tony Soprano paper? <laughs> Pretty much. You go down, you pick it up. It was part of the morning. It was the best part of the right. morning. My dad, my dad had his, his chair in our living room and the papers would be stacked on Sunday. Right. And that was his day. He would start with the papers stacked to his right. As they were read, they would then be stacked to the left. Yeah. And listen, it's, I'm not saying that, you know, the digital world that we live in is worse because I hate people that do that. But there was something about the ritual of this is the morning. I have the paper next to my cereal bowl. And now I'm going to consume news for 20 minutes or 30 minutes. And then I'll do it later on tonight. And that's it. It wasn't coming to my phone all day long. It was, there's something nice about it. I, I miss it. I agree. It was, you can't schedule internet time. No, it's just because it's always there. You can still do all of this, though. It's not taken from you. They deliver the Wall Street Journal if you want. Yeah, but it, it's it. like with the alternative available, like honestly, it feels like, you know, it would be like if I would like the, it's it feels like hipsters talking about record players somehow being better. It's like no, they're it's, not. No, Jay. Jay, it's a warmer sound. Ah, it's a warmer ah, sound. It's the worst thing. It's not. It's a warmer read. All right. Wait, let me move on to something that makes me less upset. What magazines did you have, Bill? Were you like a Time and Newsweek family? Were you like uh, Premier? Like what? You, you know. I, I know this because I don't remember. Magazines were never a big part of the house. It was really? newspaper. But yeah. We had Time, Newsweek, U.S. News, and World Report. I used to love reading George Will. He would talk about a kid that you knew wasn't going to have sex until deep into college. Little 11-year-old Jay going, oh, the new George Will column in Newsweek is here. I got to sit down and consume this. And my dad just like looking at me going, well, I guess I'm glad you're doing this, but you know sex is out of the question until at least 20 for you, Jay. And he's like, yeah, I get it, Dad. No problem. Uh, but yeah. Jessica, doesn't it sound like with Jay's childhood, he should have grown up to be a tech billionaire? Yeah, he had plenty of time to like study in his bedroom alone. with george will's column (laughs) i loved i loved young jay loved george will he had a great turn of phrase what can i tell you uh no my my entire childhood was basically my dad being uh uh, uh, disappointed i remember but you definitely had a library card right 
I had a library card. I used to go to the library. I, so in, in my, my uh, goal in seventh and eighth grade, we used to go to the library every Friday. My goal was to have the book read before I went to bed Friday night. So I would get the Wow. Book. Goals. Goal. Hashtag goals. Hashtag goals. I'll do that. Like, my brain doesn't work like that. What? Read a book. What do you mean? Like, as deadlines? you get older, is it harder to do? What? What do you mean? Like, with a deadline? Like, what? what uh, like, you to mean read a book that quickly. I don't think I could sit and focus for that long. Like, maybe no, I could when I was, like, reading Harry Potter books back in the day. But my brain doesn't work like that anymore. It's, it's 100% doesn't work like that for me anymore. I, it's, you just, as an adult. You're <laughs> Guys, that's called like, age. It's called age. Yeah. Well, I think, it, I think it's also responsibility. Because my only responsibility in seventh grade, you know, uh, was not going to parties, obviously, but was to come home and sit in the basement with a book and just read it. My parents, it's the 80s, so my parents didn't even know where I was. They didn't give a crap. So it was just me reading. Yeah, but, but, but to your point, though, like you had that discipline, but then all of a sudden video games came into reality, right? Atari, Intellivision, ColecoVision, remember that? ColecoVision had you the You guys have a Switch in quarantine? A lot of people are buying Switches now. Yeah, what's that? The, the Nintendo, the new Nintendo. There's been a big. Oh, I don't know. I don't play games. I, I did. I did. I, I think video games came out. I don't know. What would you say? Mid '80s, early '80s. Well, the, the Atari was late '70s, early '80s. Nintendo hit. I think it was uh, summer of '84. Yes. Oh no, it was, uh, it was winter of '84 because I remember Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom came out the same year that I got. Uh, I I gamed in middle school. I lost – I remember the last upgrade I had was in television. Wow, yeah. that's That awesome. had to be like 81, right? 81, 82. You, you were – we see, that's why you had – like it didn't take over your life because it was two blocks that you had to pretend were tanks. You're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, this, look at the graphics. They're so realistic. There's a blue block shooting dark, uh, bullets at a red block. That's it. So now it's like you guys to live it. a new life. I just think how different it is, but but I, the games today. I mean, they play, but I I don't. Are you you're an adult gamer though, Jay? I I am, and I'm I'm not like I. If I have time, I'll sit and play. But again, it's just like everything else. Like my son will play for five straight hours, and then I'll sit down to play with him. And I feel like my dad used to be like when he'd be like, "All right, what's this Super Mario all about?" And he play for twenty minutes and go, "Well, this is dumb. I'll see you later." Uh, like my, my son and I were playing uh, Payday, which is a game where you're just a, a robber and you go to banks and you rob banks. And uh, the whole goal is not to get seen by the security guard. If you see the security guard, you got to pull out your gun and kill everybody in the bank. And then the cops arrest you. Nice. Yeah. I love the moral lesson that that teaches our younger generation. Outstanding. Uh, well, it's, you know, you, you, you got to learn. Jessica, do you game? You, you don't game, do you? When I was little, I used to, instead of Sunday cartoons, I used to like sit there and play video games until my parents woke up, but not after middle school, at least. What about Chase? Does he do it? Because guys his age do. He does not at all. And then in quarantine, he bought one. And I was like, you're not even having fun. I know this isn't enjoyable. Like, this looks boring. <laughs> well, here, here's a question. Because my son is at the age where he's thinking of girls. And he's also playing video games. And he was telling me that the ultimate girlfriend would be one that would love video games as much as he did. 
and be a geek like him and play video games and watch movies with him. And my response was, you don't want that. You, you want a yeah. girl. <laughs> <You're fine. laughs> you don't want That's like what if like, and I don't mean to say that your wife or your girlfriend isn't your friend, but you want a girl to have different things that they do so that you have stuff to talk about. Like she, like if all you did was sit and play Minecraft with a girl, I don't think that's a relationship so much as it is like two people in the same room, like not connected in any way. That, that, that was what's the thing. difference? They sit in the same room and text each other. But yeah, that's a good point. But at least that's just communicating. If you're just kind of mumbling while you're building something in Minecraft, that doesn't feel like the cornerstone of a good relationship to me. I guess what I'm asking is, do you want your significant other to share all of your interests or would you rather have separate lives and then come together at the end of the day and be like, so what did you do today? Or do you want them with you always? That's how I even feel about texting. It's like, I'm not going to text you updates of my day all day long, which I know a lot of couples do. Right. It's like, then when we sit down to dinner, we're not going to have anything to talk about. Exactly. We've already discussed it all day. As, as Chris Rock once said, go out and have some new shit happen to you, then come back and tell me about it because I've already heard all the old shit. So just go live a life. I try not to talk about work. I, like, I, I live in the moment with work and then I'm done. Well, but like just about life. That's my job is to talk. Well, it's your job is to talk, so yeah, you want to... No, I am talked out, yeah. believe it or not. But not always. No. It's, not always. You, you, uh, you gain energy from talking, Bill. That's, that's your- I do. I, you know, I'm back doing events. We had we had a couple hundred people in Bedminster, and I, I oh my god, I missed the microphone. I missed the crowd. Like I just missed that. Yeah. So it's starting to come back, and awkward? I'm very happy about it. I Music just- and comedy, though, still very different and awkward. But political events are coming back, and I'm happy about that. I just the, accepted the, uh, my first indoor gig for the middle of December. Wow, you ready for that? Well, we'll see. I. I I dealt with the booker. It's uh, Joel Richardson. He was on our show. He's a great guy. Souljoels.com. Free plug, Joel. Go to souljoels.com. But, uh, wow, way to go, Joel. Yeah, he, uh, he said it's going to be in a huge banquet hall filled to half capacity, and I would be like 20 feet away from the closest person, and I would be allowed to perform with a mask on, which I'm going to make a joke out of, but I'm going to do it. So we'll see if I'm mentally ready for that. It's, it's going to be a rough one. I'm hoping by then we'll have a vaccine or something, but we'll see. Mid-December. Well, we're not going to be able to be in the same room, Jay, because there isn't a chance in hell you're getting me to take a vaccine that they concocted in a couple of months. Good Lord. Six to 15 years on a vaccine. On average, not a chance. My daughter just came in. I apologize. Chris, I don't take the flu shot. Jessica, do you? I did take the, I have been taking the flu shot. But obviously, I don't want to take a vaccine that was. No, I just don't trust it. I feel like, um, I don't know, too rushed, unnecessary. Here's my question to you, Bill. It's It's a numbers game, right? So you are not concerned about getting the virus because you think it is infinitesimally a small chance of getting it. And then if you get sick from it, there's another infinitesimally no, it, it small is chance. It's the of highest it. chance of getting it of anything I've ever studied. Um, but it, it most likely, more than likely, won't hurt you. Very, very small group. And, and I'm, I'm simply not in that group. I'm more worried about pneumonia, flu. Flu is going to impact me a lot more. Same thing with our kids. So, so for me, I don't even take a flu shot because I realize and understand the math, but 
I just, I, you know, I forget about it. I don't care. And now I feel like it's, it's, it's just a waste of time because I have, I, I am, I have become full on liberal, holistic, healer believer now and no, i've done now two spell. years two years i haven't gotten flu haven't gotten a cold i do hot yoga five times a week i'm as healthy as i've ever been i'm healthier now than i was 10 years ago yeah, but that's that's not the correlation is not causation though like that's like saying i i haven't gotten cancer in 44 years so eating no illness is like that uh, your, is, your body's ability to fight off illness has a lot to do with your immune system your your uh your general health it's why compromised people get sick more and but, potentially but comorbidities die. i i get all that well but not even that i think there's something to be said for healthy living i think you know you look at america they did a study they said something like 40% of Americans have not only a comorbidity, but are what you would consider unhealthy, whether it's they're overweight or they don't exercise. I, I, most of the people I work with, quite honestly, they're almost shut-ins. They don't work out. They don't work out at home. I don't get it. Well, I mean, I agree with you 100% about like right? working out and, and eating healthy. But on the other hand, you know, the idea of what's been healthy has been a shifting, moving target for the last 150 years, too. Like, there's no... There's no scientific definition of what healthy is. I mean, if you go back 40 years, if you didn't have a healthy tan, they would go, oh, my God, this guy, what a life he's leading. I know, but, yeah, but, but, but no, one ha no one has vitamin D anymore. We're all, like, suffering from not having any sun with all the right. sun we're wearing. Well, I, I just look, I mean, you're right about causation and correlation. However, I, I am a huge believer that you need to sweat every day, that you've got to stay hydrated, that mm -hmm. you've got to – your sugar count low, your carb count low. So I live that way. And I feel like, you know, when I hit 60, I'll look at a little different. But until then, I don't know. I feel great. Well, Now, what will happen is I'll walk out to yoga and get hit by a truck. Right. And then I will throw all that out the window. But if you, like, if you got hit by a truck, you would do what the doctors told you when you got into the hospital, right? Like if they said, hey, we got to give you this uh, antibiotic to make sure you don't get infected, you don't go, I'll let my body naturally fight off this infection that's eating my no, body. No, no, but, but, but they're, they're obviously the two different things. I mean, I, I think there's just something to be said that, you know, look, I'm a believer in vaccines and, you know, the, the concept of herd immunity with relation to a vaccine is incredibly important. Sure. My issue now is very political, don't trust it, not gonna take it. Uh, the flu shot, I feel like for me, um, you know, it's one thing if you're compromised and you need to get that low dose to fight it off, you need to get that dead virus to build the immunity. All makes sense, the science works, but I'm not in a vulnerable category. And again, in 10 years, it might be different. But, but I also don't have any of the, the uh, issues that so many of the people that have died have. I'm not overweight. At least I'm not morbidly obese. Let, let me just. Ask uh, I don't have asthma. I have no respiratory issues at all. Let me ask. I've you gained a little bit of weight being home, though. Let me ask. Most you of that beer flu, weight. Though. Just about the flu. If you get immunity from the flu when you get the flu, and then you fight it off, right? That's how immunity works. All right, a vaccine is, is is doing that safely. So what? There's no philosophical difference between the two. So why? It's not. It's not philosophical, Jay. But if you look at sixty percent of Americans don't get a flu shot, yet the flu runs its course every year, regardless. Sixty percent of Americans don't get a flu shot. Sometimes not. What? Because sixty percent of Americans don't get a flu shot. 
if 100% of Americans got a flu shot, far fewer people would die of the flu. It's just a fact. I don't know that that's true. I don't know that that's true because of how it changes and mutates. Like, I don't know. I don't think there's enough What's well, information. It's a percentage game. If you have 10% yes. versus 90% versus 0%, I'll take 10% over 0% every time if it means more people are going to live than die. I just don't think that has been proved, and I don't know that you could show that even throughout history. So I look at it this way. The way we'll solve it is we're probably not going to have a show together for at least a few months. Right. Sure. That's, that's, the, <laughs> that's, that's the real conclusion. I'm going to be amongst the other mortals who also just trust their own bodies. But again, I'm not opposed to it. I just, I'm, I'm somewhat indifferent to it. Uh, but but I, I am opposed to taking a COVID shot. I won't do that. Well, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to see if uh, if someone I trust, like George Soros or Bill Gates, tells me it's okay. I will take it <laughs> immediately. If uh, I figured you were going to say Joe Biden. If as long Q, as Biden says it's fine. If QAnon tells me it's okay, I'm immediately <laughs> going it. to take it. I love it. So... But I am ready. I think what will happen, like it's happened every, every throughout history, whether it's swine flu or Spanish flu, within a year and a half, all of a sudden, this will be a distant memory. And, and we'll be back to normal and say, hey, remember that? And the only thing I hope, it, yeah, I mean, it's because you look at the numbers, they're, 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 so much has been overblown with this. But no matter where you stand on it, history shows that people move on. Well, I mean, yeah, unless you're like a Native American, in which case 98% of history died because you had no immunity to the stuff that was being brought over. I mean, it's... Very yeah, but if that were the case, the Spanish could have potentially wiped out America, but it didn't. Right, but it's it it's like saying, well, we haven't had a meteor hit us like the, that hit the dinosaurs, so we never have to worry about a meteor hitting us. There's, it's all about mitigating. Oh, risk. are you kidding? I call total fake news on that. Did you see the asteroid that was very close, like last month? Well, yeah, it's, it's a, uh, it's a. I saw it. There's a refrigerator-sized one that could hit on election day. And uh, that means that my prayer for the world to end on election day has finally come true. Well, then you must know that the election won't be decided until January. You wouldn't be booking the events in December, right? Uh, wait, and more importantly, because I only have a few minutes, because yes, speaking of my healthy lifestyle, I've got to go eat some fruit and then go to yoga. I discovered a new fruit. Goji berry? What is that? No. Is that Look at this. Dragon fruit? That close, like, close. That looks like the head of a Jackson 5 doll from 1971. It is a rambutan. Rambutan. It's actually very good. You're going to yeah. put that in your body, but not a flu shot. I don't understand. Look at that. This rambutan will keep you safe. Listen, safety first. From what? I don't know what's in it. What so it looks like from? a little white onion when you peel this. It's gross looking, though. Look at that. Like, like, who was the first person that said, ooh, look at that. I'm going to eat that. Did your yoga teacher tell you to take it? No, believe it or not. No, Michael, my son, discovered it he, at the Asian market shopping for, uh, for dinner. And he's like, oh, that looks interesting. So bought a bag of these. So we cut them open. They're actually really good. It's like the texture of a kiwi with a little bit of a coconut taste. Huh. Well, it's... Uh... Anyway. No, no, no. I'm telling you. Don't make a face. No, how can you say you don't like it until you try it? That's 100% true. 
But here's where I trust America, Bill. Can I tell you how I trust the great state of the United States? <laughs> All right, let's hear it, Jay. I have believed always in my life that the United States is the all-star team of world culture. We scour the globe looking for stars, and if we think you do something great, we bring you over, we turn you into a commodity. So tacos, you're in. We got Taco Bell. Congratulations. Hey, Germany, what's these flat burgers you're eating? Oh, hamburgers, you're in. You're part of it. What's this? It's Swedish meatballs. Swedish meatballs, you're in, Sweden. Congratulations. You're, you got to think. What is this fruit that looks like an afro from 1971? Let's give it a try. No, you're out. If it yeah. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. It was never here. More people need to discover this. But listen, here's how I'm going to do it. Now, Jay, this will not affect you, but Jessica, you will appreciate this. I have asked Eric Scott. I, got, I gave him six of them. I said, please take this home and concoct a cocktail from this fruit. So I will advise on our next podcast. I think you're because trying to get rid of Eric Scott, Bill. Make it. What? I think you're just trying to get rid of Eric Scott. Have <laughs> <laughs> people from the radio station taken off the day after election so that they could deal with the outcome? You know, I, it, I, I have, it's funny you say that. On a serious note, I have so many days off that are built up. I haven't really taken a day off since we started with this whole nonsense. So I am off most of December. Good. I don't know. I, I um, We may have to figure out the podcast in December based on that. Eh, we can always check in. Yeah. I just may do it from a ski slope somewhere. December when the election will finally be determined. I'm thinking January, but yes, that's optimistic. We'll see. You know, I have a All right, guys. I have a feeling it'll be November 3rd about 11.30 p.m. That's my thinking. Now, yeah, I think, but I think it's going to be a whopping 330 electoral vote win for the oh. incumbent president. But we'll have that discussion later. I got to go cut this thing open right. and uh, try it. Uh, Jay, wait, before we go, yeah. Twitter. Oh, uh, thank you for reminding me. Let me take a look here. Last time it was 6,960. As of right now, we are at 7,851. Almost wow. 900 new follows. I had one go super duper viral. Um, uh, it was uh, about Hunter Biden. Uh, it, I, I said that uh, I was at a Goodwill in Fond du Lac, uh, Wisconsin, and found Hunter Biden's TI-80 graphing calculator, and it was filled with his plans to kill God. And uh, that has 12,500 likes and about 2,000 retweets uh, as of today. So I picked up like 500 followers from that. <laughs> You know, actually, Jay, to your credit, I haven't blocked you yet, so you are keeping it somewhat entertaining. That's I, that's the all I want. You don't even have to follow, folks. Just follow me and mute me. I don't care. Just get. I gotta get the number to ten thousand. We're with you. All right, guys. Until next week, I will report back Goodbye. on the Rambutan. Thank you first. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.